I'll try not to cough. Double Dungeon Radio Show. Double Dungeon Radio Show. It's Double Dungeon episode 48. Wow. September 12th, mm-hmm. 2021. Yeah. Um, we took a, a week off there in between <laughs> last show and now. Uh-huh. Because um, I, you know had a slight case of covid an actual covid i always joke yeah. at the beginning of the show that i've got covid and i've actually oh, i forgot about that i actually have covid this yeah time. this isn't a it joke was not, it was not good and we both have a very mild cough persistent persistent i was very yeah. phlegmy yesterday like at the beach i don't know if it was the air i feel fine today but i don't know i don't know i've don't had know. an issue it was all the, day. Sun. Yeah. the sun that's what it was <laughs> the sun's supposed um, to help so uh we'll get into it more but I, yeah I, I had actual verified covid yeah well that's assuming you believe that covid is a real disease okay <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll get on with it more uh I, <laughs> yes Rafa? let's let's just start with the hot takes like we always do what do you think about that that sounds good um hot take number one i am starting a class action lawsuit what to sue every tortilla manufacturer <laughs> because they are selling these things that they call burrito sized <laughs> tortillas okay that are maybe 10 inches in diameter. What what kind of burrito am I making with a 10-inch tortilla? I don't... It's a burrito for, like, an in, in, for a baby, for an oh, infant. Oh, okay, so it's too small. It's too small. You can't, fit, you can't fit beans and rice in there. You can fit beans and cheese, beans okay. and meat, but you can't make like a proper burrito. I need a real, like the size of a, a you know, like a 15-inch tortilla. That's they're, what I need. They're making like like fast food burritos. No, Tiny. they're making... They're not even... It's not even fast food. It's like they're they're too small they're okay. just way too small they come out like when i made your burrito i got done and i was like this is I, all that work for this this is not even impressive it's embarrassing yeah it's embar- they're embarrassing <laughs> me. these tortilla companies are embarrassing me that's that's the real issue here it, it, <laughs> you didn't you didn't they're not burritos they're oh yeah they're not burritos they're burrititos <laughs> they're little minis adi yes um shoot the freak was awesome we were at coney island yesterday yeah and i was reminiscing the other night that shoot the freak was the best shoot the freak was at coney island it was a uh there was just literally a vacant lot that was like below ground and they had a bunch of junk out there we've probably talked about it before but i was just remembering it again yeah uh there was a bunch of junk out there and you got an airball gun and you got 20 shots for five bucks and there was a guy out there in bmx gear like armor and a helmet and he would dance around and you would shoot at him. And that's the entire thing. It was great. Uh, they need to bring it back in some form. I can't <laughs> believe it's, it was a genius. You do talk about it a lot, so it I can was, tell you really enjoyed it. It was a genius business model. I mean, it costs you what? How much are paintballs? Like, I don't know. Probably five cents each. I don't know. You're making money hand over fist just to have some guy out there getting shot at. It was great. Wow. Um, yeah. He also had a trash can lid as a shield. Oh, that's so, very like New York. I when think. I when I did it, Sesame Street, I shot yeah. him right in the head. I was very pleased with myself. Oh my! So, um, speaking of Coney Island, I was out there walking around by myself, and I saw all the rides, and I was looking at the slingshot, which is the one that you get in, and then it just like whips you up into the air. You're in like a little round ball yeah and then they release it and you go flying up into the air sounds terrible and you're just attached by like cords on either side okay and i was looking at it and i was like 
I not only never am going to ride this ride, <laughs> I don't think I respect anyone that would ride this ride. Oh my god! <laughs> so it's it's far too like it, dangerous looking, and on top of that, the it's held up by two poles on either side. Yeah, and the poles were like swinging in the wind when the thing was going like crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I can't believe anybody would ride that. Adi, yes, uh, I have a future. What's going on? But I want to talk about it now. Okay. So we're going to talk about it uh, if I can remember where the button is. This is hyping us up for a future remote location. What's going on with that? Which is there is a bar around the corner from us called Minnows. And we were there the other day with our friend Bill, who was in town. Yeah. And he was looking over the menu, and I was he was like, oh, what should I get? And I said, get the peanut butter and jelly chicken sandwich. <laughs> and he thought I was joking, but then I he realized... I also thought you were joking. Yeah, they, they offer a peanut butter and jelly chicken fried chicken sandwich. So I have oh, a feeling this chicken. is... A, yeah, it's fried chicken. Oh. So this is going to be a future remote what's going on. We're going to have Man. to get this peanut butter and jelly fried chicken sandwich cut in half. It's $13, which I, is kind of I, a lot, but I just don't like peanut butter and jelly. We're, we're got, we, I mean, it's for the show. We got to do it. All so right. it's coming up F- uh, future coming up fried chicken and peanut butter jelly. sandwich. <laughs> Adi. Yes. I have uh, a little bit of uh, low hanging fruit. If you want to talk about that. Sure. We want some low this is a news item. That is very minor and probably inconsequential, but it just came across okay. my news desk yesterday, which is that the Durham wheat harvest sucked this year. Go out now and stock up on your favorite artisanal or like artisanal pastas, fancy pastas, because okay. they're going to get hard to get. Really? The smaller manufacturers are going to have trouble getting Durham wheat this winter. So I got to go out and buy Bucatini, which we've advocated before before. Um, so yeah, stock up on your pastas. Wait, so what happened that... <clears throat> The harvest went bad? So apparently they didn't get enough rain, and then they actually did get a lot of rain, but the rain was so much that it was actually causing rot in the crop. Oh, wow. And it was also causing... They said that it got too much heat also, so it was discolored, which I don't know if that means they have to toss it or what, but yeah. they were complaining about the color of the Durham wheat harvest. Wow. So, so everything was, this is, was all wrong. Yeah, this is like in the Dakotas is where I guess they grow a lot of Durham See. wheat um, for American pasta. So I yeah, go I had no and, idea. Go out and get your pasta now. Stock up for the winter. You're going to need it. Pasta. Adi? Yes. Let's get on with the show. We're all going to die. I had COVID. I'm a COVID survivor. I'm going to get my D2 COVID survivor t-shirt that I bought <laughs> earlier this year out. And I'm going to start wearing it around because no, I am no, a COVID verified COVID survivor. Adi. Yeah, but you can't wear that out. It's insensitive. It's insensitive. to. But I'm a survivor. Like like uh, but, Beyonce. I don't know why that survivor. t-shirt even exists. It's really embarrassing, right? It's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you realize that. Well, it was $1.99. It's definitely like I'm going to keep it for 30 years and then i'm gonna start wearing it <laughs> yeah so. i mean you bought it well before you officially had covid yeah, well i bought it because it was so weird yeah, why, why would weird. anybody wear that shirt i don't know i've seen people wearing that 
I'm a COVID survivor shirt. Yeah, so, this is strange to me. Um, it's not over yet. That's the, we got to get out of COVID. We got to get to at least to where they call it like COVID 22 or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, the minimum. <laughs> um, so anyway, so yeah, I, I got really sick and it really stank. Um, we were, we took a train up to Kingston, and it was a packed LIR. No, Amtrak. I blame Amtrak. Amtrak, if you want us not to mention you by name, you got to pay us. Uh, oh, wow. It was an Amtrak train. <laughs> Too late now. And we got primo seats, which I was very excited about. We got right at the end of the car where there's extra leg room because we ran to the yeah. end of coach class. We were able to get awesome seats and you had to work on your computer. So it was good because we had more room and outlets and everything. Yeah. And uh, so we're starting to leave. I'm very excited. It's a full train. They kept emphasizing this is going to be a full train. Yeah, You're going to have somebody sitting next to you. Don't even try it, mister. Yeah. Somebody's sitting there. Um, even though people were still trying it. So <laughs> definitely. So uh, we start going. You're not getting any Wi-Fi signal. Remember that? You were upset about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Meeting. And yeah. then uh, I, I noticed that the guy across from us is like. <coughs> <coughs> I was completely oblivious to that. <coughs> And I was like, what is going on? And I looked over <laughs> it and he's like unwrapping cough drops. Oh, no. And I was like, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we ride all the way up to Kingston. It's a two and a half hour ride of uh, hanging out with Mr. Coffee. Yeah. And then uh, so we get up there. We have a, a wonderful day. We go on a boat tour that was great. We saw, oh, we'll talk about it in a bit. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't think I actually have this in here. But we saw a bunch of dead <laughs> deer in the water. Um, yeah. We rode on electric solar powered boat I mean, that wasn't a positive <laughs> <laughs> um and then uh the second day we were up there i woke up and i was like <coughs> <coughs> little tiny cough all night yeah. long um and then i that whole day i just started feeling kind of run down a little bit wiped um and then we caught the train back and i was like i don't know if i feel so good on the train ride back which then i was the, the guy spreading the illness i guess well actually um. i don't know um but then, uh, so we get back to New York, and that night, I'm, like, sweating through the sheets, like, hot and cold all night long, sweating, and then at one point, I woke up, and I was like, I need the blanket. I gotta have the blanket. And you were like, are you crazy? It's hot in here. You said you said that you were freezing, and I did think you were insane. Yeah. It was so hot. Yeah. I, can't, I could not believe you. So uh, You were, like, desperate for the blanket. I was yeah. like, what is happening? <laughs> so I was very sick, and then I woke up, and I had really bad aches. My ribs were hurting. My uh, armpits and thyroid glands were hurting. My head was hurting. Everything was hurting. Um Went to the, the clinic that day. Well, actually, we signed up for a, a, a what do you call it, on-call testing, where they were going to text us when our spot came up. Oh, yeah, yeah, the rapid test. So we, we went at like 2 o'clock. Yeah, it was rapid. Yeah, it was real rapid. <laughs> we went at like 2 o'clock. They didn't call us back until like 8 o'clock, basically right when really, they were closing. Yeah, really long line. Yeah, so uh, finally we go back in. We get checked in. The guy's does the whole test he's talking to me while he does it he leaves for like two minutes i'm not even getting <laughs> two minutes and then he, this, this other guy comes back and he's like whoa yeah you got you got covid man you came back positive is that what how, is that yeah. what, how you said it and i was like oh yeah he was like whoa you're vaccinated right and then he was like oh okay cool yeah yeah man it sucks basically it was like <laughs> it reminded me of uh the doctor in idiocracy where he's like really not helping at all and he was like, you can just, you know, like, whatever you need to take, you can just take it. Like, uh, I would take some ibuprofen, uh, <laughs> like, maybe if you got some cough drops. Yeah. Did this sucks. guy actually work there? 
Yeah, he was like the he was a physician's assistant, uh-huh. so he's not actually a doctor, but he was definitely like I don't know, just like I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, that man. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, thanks. So I went home. <laughs> I slept on the floor for a few days because our apartment is so tiny. Trying to stay away from yeah. you. Yeah. Um, Even though it's kind of impossible to stay away from each other because yeah. it's so small. Yeah. Um, I slept on the floor. Uh, it was actually fairly comfortable. I slept on a yoga mat. Yeah. Um, but still, I was like, it was annoying because I would have the blanket on, or I would have I would have no blanket on, and I'd start freezing. And this is days after I got yeah. over my fever. I would be f- like a little chilly, so I would get just the sheet, and I would pull the sheet over me, and instantly, wherever the, the sheet was touching, I would be sweating. Yeah. Like, I couldn't control my my sweating response to anything. It was it's terrible. Um. So yeah, I watched just a ton of Six Million Dollar Man, which is yeah. actually going to come up later. I watched like I'm really? not kidding, like twenty episodes of Six Million Dollar Man. Um, <laughs> I uh, I am also going to talk about it, but I lost my sense of taste. I have no sense of taste still. Um, oh good. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty rough. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Oh yeah, the only other negative was that I was sleeping on the floor. And so every morning, Mookie decided to start biting my feet <laughs> to get food, Yeah, which she does sometimes when I'm in the bed. But it was every morning that I was sleeping there. She was just like, ah, She's, yeah. give me that food. So terrible. Um, yeah, <laughs> not good. Um, oh, and then uh, we're also going to discuss the uh, the rainstorm we had. But the last day, the, the first day that I was out of quarantine was the day of the giant tsunami rainstorm. And I was like, I'm getting out of here. Like, we were getting flash flood warnings on our phone. And I, know, I was like, you, I'm leaving. I'm not going to get anyway. out of here. I gotta, and you were like, are you, are you leaving right now? And I was like, I'm not staying here. I got to go. So, but it was actually, it was actually neat to get out because I saw the rainstorm firsthand and I saw all the flooding firsthand, which was crazy. Yeah, so should, we're not supposed to be outdoors. But whatever. I <laughs> can't keep me in. Howdy. Yeah. The internet is completely over. Did you hear about the new film that Amazon is putting out starring Emily Blunt? I don't think so. Yeah, it's it's going to be great. Uh, so Emily Blunt, you like her, right? She's an actress that sure. is in things that you like. I don't dislike her. Um, she is going to be a very um, girl bossy kind of character. She is okay. going to be portraying the first ever Pinkerton detective. And so oh, you tried telling me about yeah, this, didn't you? So, I don't remember what this was about. Um, so yeah, she's like a Pinkerton, the first ever female Pinkerton detective, the way that Emily Blunt described it. She's basically the female Sherlock Holmes. Okay. What was this? So Pinkerton, for people who don't know, was the detective agency that a lot of, uh, businessmen like magnates in the early 1900s and late 1800s, they were employing them to basically, uh, beat the crap out of anybody that was trying to form a union. Um, they're pretty much the worst uh, as far as this kind of stuff goes in American history. Oh. Um, and so, so what's the pitch? So here's the thing is that uh, Amazon has been in the news recently because they are employing Pinkerton to break the unions that are being attempted to form. So they still exist. They still exist. And Amazon is using them to break the union, which is the thing that they are most hated for in American history. Yeah, And now um, they're going to produce a show. And no, it's more interesting than that if you actually think about it. Mm. So what they're doing is... They're going to, by making this show, which hasn't come out yet, when it does come out, when you go to Google and type in Amazon Pinkerton, this is going to be the first, it's oh, Google, bo- wow. they're Google bombing. So they're paying oh, to have a film produced to shape up. the narrative. Yeah. So good job, Emily Blunt. I guess she's getting paid. Isn't but. she, 
Never mind. <laughs> like I was just saying, well, doesn't her husband do some other kind of Amazon show? That's that's probably just. Oh, I don't know. Has some ulterior motive. Uh, but this existing. is this is just a repeat of like back when the again those same business magnates were using Pinkerton. They would buy up all the new, local newspapers and then put out anti-union stuff, and people started to believe the anti-union stuff that they were reading. Amazon is doing the exact same thing. It's pretty mean, disturbing. Yeah, he's he's controlling the narrative by producing content. He owns Washington Post, so yeah, which is we talked about before. They had headlines that were like, you know, soaking billionaires isn't going to solve the problem. Okay. <laughs> so. Adi. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, our phones are killing us, and this is at least entertaining. So I think we were watching Columbo, as we do. Yes. And they had ads on. This is on IMDb, right? The streaming service? Yes. They had an ad that came on um, for a product I had never heard of before. And you know me, I love infomercials. This is like a minute and a half long infomercial. <laughs> yeah. And so it shows a mom with a kid on a changing table. And the baby is like struggling and the, the mom basically has to get it in a chokehold in order to try and get the diaper on. <laughs> and then they're like, is diaper changing time getting to you? Is this real hard? Well, we've got a solution for you. Ding, 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 ding. You know that cheesy jingle music. Uh-huh. And then it shows the mom putting her cell phone into a specialty holder and putting it at the foot of the changing table stuck to the wall. And the baby just mindless zombie staring at the, <laughs> the phone while they change it. And the name of this product? Diapertainment. <laughs> Diapertainment. So oh, I would wow. recommend that you can find it on YouTube, the yeah. ad that I saw. Start him young. Diapertainment. Yeah. So it's literally the baby just turns into a zombie the second the phone <laughs> is put in front of them. So you think you want to get one? Diapertainment? I mean, I don't have a baby, so... We can use it in the bathroom. Just stick it to the wall. No, no, I don't <laughs> want to get one. Adi? Yeah? Social media stinks. I don't know what this is online, but I, I've seen it, like... I'm not exaggerating, probably a hundred times... Anytime anybody talks about weight loss, which is great, you should, you know, be working on weight loss if you need to work on weight loss, they have to make a social media post that says, my weight loss journey. That's how they have to phrase it. Where did that come from? I, I don't know. I haven't seen that My weight before. loss journey. It's a It's every it's time a somebody talk, Every oh. time somebody talks about weight loss, yeah. I don't know. To set up that it's a story? I mean, line? congratulations, but just don't be a cheese ball. What are, you, what are you taking the, the ring into Mordor? Like, this is not a, this is not a journey. <laughs> You're losing know, weight. Good for you. But it's a journey for them. I don't know about that. But, you know, like. I wanted to also mention. They, maybe that they just want the support as, as they go through. As I may have mentioned, uh, we are in a weight loss challenge, me and my family. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, the best weight loss I've done so far is getting COVID. So I highly recommend that. Oh, my gosh. Um, so that was my, <laughs> that, that's part of my weight loss journey was getting that's COVID. terrible. Oh, that's not a recommendation. <laughs> no. Adi. Yeah. We live in a surveillance state. So Walgreens. 
announced a partnership with a company that I forgot the name of the company already. I okay. should have written that down. Uh, they are going to be upgrading their drink cooler section. Um, you know how you go to Walgreens now upgrading? and there's glass doors and you can look in and see what's in the shelf? Yeah. Uh, no more. You'll never be able to see what's in there again. What do you mean? So instead of glass what? doors at the drink coolers, <laughs> they're upgrading the doors to monitors that display what is supposed to be in the cooler. Yeah. On the door. Why would you want that? Because not only can they change the display and not actually have anything on stock. Like I've seen people go to these. It's already out. Uh, I've seen people walking around and they're like, thanks for nothing, Walgreens. And they're opening the coolers and there's like one eighth of the things pictured on the yeah. door are actually in there. Oh. Um, so not only is that happening, but uh, they also, each door has a little camera built in. And that camera is running an AI algorithm to determine the sex of the person walking up, the approximate age of the person walking up, time of day, and temperature so outside. So don't, don't shop outside. at Walgreens. Yeah. Um, so... What they're picturing is that, say, a young woman, walk, the way that they yeah. phrase it even, a young woman walks in and goes towards the cooler. The AI will sense that it's a young woman and it'll display ads for calorie-free drinks or, you know, diet sodas. So, yeah, don't shop there anymore. Yeah, it also... That's not great. It also, again, is going to uh, adjust based on the weather. Like, it might recommend you, uh, you know, some kind of drink based on the coldness, refreshingness in the summer. So that's really yeah. strange. I guess I should ex have expected that, but th it's weird. I just can't believe that they, they replace the doors, which do a great job of showing what's inside yeah. <laughs> with these monitors that, again, I've, I've seen videos of people going and opening the cooler and there's like three things in that in a cooler that should have 30. But yeah. you can't tell until you open the door. That's very strange to me. So not. Oof. Yeah. Oh, also, I forgot one part. Uh, it's also it's not just using the algorithm to guess your age and, and gender. Uh, it's also actually tracking your irises so it can see what you look at while you're in the cooler and use that to, you know, make determinations based on the next people. Well, so they've already started implementing this at locations. Yeah, it's already out. That's so weird to me. Yeah, so don't don't go to Walgreens anyway. Kind of That place kind of stinks. So, Adi. Yeah. We live in hard times. Hard times. So, uh, John Taffer, who is the char the main guy on Bar Rescue, which is a TV show. Yeah. Uh, it's basically like, what, like Gordon Ramsay's Hell Kitchen or, no, no, what's the one there he goes? Um, kitchen Rescue? I don't know what the... Nightmares? Night kitchen Nightmares. Nightmare? I don't know. Whichever one he goes and he's like, it's for all... <laughs> yeah. That one. Uh, but his is it better. <laughs> John Taffer is basically the same thing. I've seen one, exactly one episode of the show, and it was on an airplane, and... I disagreed very strongly with a lot of the changes he made in order to boost revenue. Yeah. Which uh, included uh, the bartenders. Uh, and it's something that is a huge pet peeve of mine. Rather than free pouring the drinks, which is what we what most bars do, where you go, you just count one, yeah. two, three, four. And that's a that's a pour. Rather than doing that, which he views as wasteful, they installed tiny monitoring bluetooth devices on the bottle on every bottle <laughs> so they can see bring up and see how accurate people's pores are and people will be punished if they are over um but they are incentivized to be on or slightly under how are they incentive 
the, the it, it was a whole yeah you know there was like going to be a competition and they were oh i something. see um here's my issue with that if you want your if you're worried about your staff being 100 percent accurate all the time there are pour spouts that have literal counters in them and they just stop pouring after yeah the proper you don't, pours you don't need a bluetooth yeah you don't need a bluetooth thing and it's it's annoying because you're just setting your, your staff up to fail also don't worry about it that much you're paying like you know eight dollars for a bottle of well gin like don't yeah don't stress on if they're over pouring a little bit i would be i would worry more about people uh just giving away a lot of free stuff that's what you need to worry about so i don't know i i've never thought that he was particularly great uh he appeals to some people but he was on fox news laura ingraham show um, and he had a few thoughts about the uh, the recent uh, business, you know, how the nobody wants to work anymore okay. mentality, uh, <clears throat> that and unemployment, which just ran out. The unemployment benefits just ended. Um, but I have a uh, fairly long but interesting clip of him on Laura Ingraham. So here he is. I'm not an economic professor. If you get $800 a week unemployment benefits and you live with a partner who also is getting $800 a week unemployment benefits, $1,600 a week, Laura, $83,000 a year for that household in unemployment benefits. The median income in America is only $63,000. We're incentivizing people to stay home. What if we gave that additional unemployment benefits to employers to incentivize <laughs> people to go to work? Well, what if, what if we just cut off the unemployment i mean hunger is a, it hunger is a pretty powerful thing i don't mean physical hunger because people who truly in, are in need need help i'm talking about people who can work but refuse to work but the government is is literally putting anvils in many ways on people's shoulders either through the mandates regulations and now through free money which obviously we're all gonna the piper eventually has to be paid uh john yep. john i want to ask you though about this, this idea of work-life balance, because look, no one wants to miss their kids growing up. No one wants to, you, know, you stay in the office your whole life, you, you, you never see your ch family. So I, that's really important. However, have we taken that a step too far when you think of, well, a lot of the millennials talking about, well, I need time for self-care. I don't know why I'm harping on that tonight, but the whole self-care movement is a little, I mean, my mother's not with us anymore, but she worked by the time she was 12 during the depression. If she heard the self-care thing, I think her head would explode. <laughs> you know, I think that's right. Old I school. have a friend in the military who trains military dogs, Laura, and they only feed a military dog at night because a hungry dog is an obedient dog. What is, well, what? if we're not <laughs> causing people to be hungry to work, that, then we're providing this them is... with all the meals they need sitting at home. I'm completely with you, Laura. These benefits make absolutely no sense to us. And that's on top person. of the impact of not getting employees and not being able to run our businesses, in my industry, we have meat prices are up 10%. Chicken prices are up 15%. Oh, inflation is killing. Is killing is going to kill business. I mean, it's going to, it, that's, yep. the, that's the next shoe to drop. The Democrats. A hungry dog is an obedient dog, Adi. I can't, I can't believe they aired that. <laughs> well, it was, it was live and he apologized later, but th this is the, this is the way Did he apologize for the right thing? He I'm apologized sure we... for saying, for, um, yeah, uh, it's... you know, co uh, implying that that's workers real are hungry bad. dogs. Yeah, that's, that's awful. That's really bad. Um, so yeah, these are the people that, these are the, the job creators, Adi. These are the people that we really need to be watching out for. My favorite, my other favorite part was that he said, you know, maybe we shouldn't be giving the unemployment benefits to the unemployed. We should be giving it to the employers to incentivize them to come back to work. It's, it's a pandemic. Like, there's a reason that people were, were yeah. supposed to be staying home. So, 
very disappointing even though i don't like the guy i mean i didn't like him before because i thought he was no whatever. but this is this is real low. but that is that is a mindset Think about that your is out there. fellow humans it's not it's it's um, really bad yeah it's just viewing people as uh human capital stock that that's yeah, the term yeah. that came up that we talked about before so howdy yes um let's talk about um something that is very disappointing again from amazon <laughs> So we were in Coney Island, like I said yesterday, and I saw a billboard for something that I had only heard on the radio before, which is Amazon has a new promotion. I don't know if you've heard about this, but Amazon is now offering half-priced Amazon Prime memberships to people receiving certain types of governmental assistance. So that's like food stamps. So if you're on food stamps, you can pay $5.99 a month. For your Amazon Prime subscription. Wow. Isn't that great? They're really, really doing a great service. They're looking out. I, <laughs> I just, I can't believe like being that blatant about targeting, like these people are already on assistance for a reason and you're targeting them as your next profit source, I guess. I don't It's bizarre. Yeah. I mean, they, they got to cover everybody, right? I guess. Yeah. In order to keep expanding forever. Yeah. Like they've got you every, know, every group. Yeah. It's a target group. Um, I, thought it was clever um i thought i was very clever because i said this is great amazon is uh outright saying that they are going to be giving half price memberships to walmart employees basically since yeah. walmart is yeah well known for everybody being on government assistance so very depressing so, yeah, don't shop at a, walmart or amazon or walgreens or walgreens yeah good good Adi. yeah i have a somewhat entertaining news story oh because i read the news So you know how it's a meme that the McDonald's ice cream machine is broken, the shake machine. I no. People talk but about I it believe all the time. You. Okay. Yeah, it, online, they're always like, "Oh, the McDonald's shake machine broken. It's broken." Like it's just uh, common. Yeah, it's all the time. Okay. Well, it turns out it's not just people imagining that it's always broken. It's actually always broken. It and is. It's broken to the point that the FTC is stepping in to investigate why McDonald's shake machines are always broken. What? Why? So here's what's happening. I had no idea. I thought it was very interesting. Uh, McDonald's signed a exclusive uh, repair deal with the people that provide them with their uh, shake machine. Oh. And so what happens is the shake machine has a built-in switch that if it's overfilled, it automatically shuts down, and then they have to pay to have somebody come out and repair it. Oh. So the basically what happened is it sounds like McDonald's may have signed this agreement with the shake company knowing that it was going to cost the people who are the franchisees money yeah. to get these people to come out and repair this all the time. And it was going to be in- generate income for the shake people. So they may be getting some kind of kickback. So I'm actually very entertained oh, or wow. very interested in this story. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's basically uh, to repair the overfill is apparently not even that hard, but it's physically impossible unless you have the keys and the ability to get in the machine. That sounds potentially real messed up. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very interested to see where this goes. I hope they report on it. Yeah. You know, it'll further. It'll, I want to know. I just think it's funny that the FTC is stepping in to fix it. Yeah. <laughs> Adi, wow. Yes. Politics are dumb. 
So while I was sick, I had multiple people telling me to get ivermectin and take ivermectin. Yeah. And, you know, I would actually probably be interested in taking some ivermectin with how gross I felt. Um, but we live in New York. What, am I going to pop down to the bodega? Like, where do they have <laughs> ivermectin in New York City? I don't know. Nowhere. Like, you can't get, there's no Walmart here. So people were like, oh, you can get it at Walmart. I, it's, we're in Brooklyn. There's, Walmart is literally not even in New York City. So, yeah. anyway. Well, I'm glad you, you didn't do that. I'm glad I didn't get uh, ill enough that I had to seek out weird other weird remedies. Things. But yeah. Uh, I, I don't even, again, I probably would have even tried it because I know that the, the neg- net negatives are actually not that bad if you fall within the right dosing. But it reminded me of something that I thought was very entertaining, which was the time that Papa was uh, feeling ill. And so he went to the pet store and got fish antibiotics fish amoxicillin rather than going to the doctor and just getting amoxicillin well, well why i don't i don't exactly know why <laughs> this was just a very weird time and uh so yeah he got fish amoxicillin and so it reminded me of uh these people taking ivermectin and they're like the media's calling it horse dewormer well technically it, it is, is used as horse dewormer just the way that papa's pills were used for aquariums mm. you drop it in there and so even though you could say, yeah, millions of people are taking aquarium, this this aquarium pill. Yeah. There's also other stuff in the aquarium pills that are not, it's not just regular straight human consumption amoxicillin. It's, yeah, there's a reason why it's for yeah. And I think, it, I think it even had a picture of an aquarium on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, 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 I got to call mama and ask, because I don't remember exactly why he started taking them or stopped taking them. So <laughs> this is a, this is a, a follow-up. Needs a follow-up. Adi. Yes. I do have one of the greatest conspiracies I've ever heard in history. Uh, and you kind of got you got to come along for the ride on this Whoa, one. Oh, okay. So as we all know, COVID is a completely fake disease, right? No, I don't, okay, I don't just think sh- that. Blank your mind. No, I can't. COVID is a completely fake disease. There's just, someone's going to clip this. And the guy, we're going to be, <laughs> if anything, it'll get our listenership way up. Remember, I we're, know, we got to become a COVID well, disinfo podcast no, for more listeners. But then we're going to disappoint all those people because it's not actually that. <laughs> so as we know, COVID is a completely fake disease, right? I, I can't and go the Illuminati this. has to oh present, I don't, I don't actually know who they think is behind <laughs> this, has to present that the hospitals are overwhelmed by all of these fake COVID cases, right? You just roll with me here on this one because it's actually okay. entertaining. Okay, for a few seconds. Yes. So uh, COVID is fake and they need to get the ERs full of people in order to say, look how full these ERs are. People are being turned away because the ER is so full, right? Right. That's where the milk tra- crate challenge comes in. <laughs> so the milk crate challenge wow. that came out a couple, <laughs> couple weeks ago, a few weeks uh-huh. ago, maybe a month ago, uh, was people were stacking up like stacks of milk crates. They would do one and then two and then three. Yeah, it's and one of the would, more dumb things I've ever seen. They in would my life. try and walk across it while filming a TikTok or whatever. Uh, and people were wiping out Social and like, landing on their back. And yeah, exactly. Landing on their back, getting severely oh, injured, going to the bad. ER. So avoidable. And so that's what they were doing. The milk crate challenge was invented by the Illuminati uh-huh. in order to send people to the ER <sighs> so that a few weeks later, maybe a month later, they could say, look at this rapid, dra- uh, drastic increase in people going to the ER. <laughs> This is like quite a stretch, isn't it? Um, I, 
I, I think it makes perfect also, logical sense. No one, no one should be doing the milk crate <laughs> challenge. Do, it's too, it's dumb. It's I, so I bad. Was, I was actually kind of impressed when I, I watched one of a guy very calmly just walking across. Like, don't don't even the give them hits. Like, yeah. I don't. So don't do it. Don't do don't no. do the milk crate challenge. So. Oh my god! What a conspiracy. Yeah. What a conspiracy. I liked yeah. it. <laughs> Adi. Danger zone. Yeah. Let's uh let's give some advice to people. What do you think about that? Maybe. Um, we received actually two emails. Uh, one is EFT remittance advance, remittance advance, which is okay. obviously a scam. Yeah. Uh, but we have an actual email. Really? From an emailer. Remember, you can email us doubledungeon at hotmail.com, doubledungeon at hotmail.com. Uh, here is uh, an email. It says, when we went to Philly, we only tried bagels at one location, Philly-style bagels near Barcade, right up Frankfurt Avenue. They ruined us. What? They were not just dense. They were almost impossible to bite through without the help of a backhoe. They were very small, <laughs> about the size of a New York-style mini bagel. And they were not not crusted with toppings, as my everything bagel was everything but. And it's but spelled B-U-T-T. Everything but. (laughs) In short, it is entirely possible that I didn't find the right Philly bagels, and these were an abomination. I would be willing to try others if we ever make it back there. P.S. Alex says I love you, Adi. (laughs) I like you too, Raf. Miss you, bud. Max. Oh, wow. So. Yeah, yeah. I remember Max, you said, didn't like the bagels. Yeah. I can't believe that. Yeah. I No, I, but it, I do believe you, Max. I'm sorry. I, we, I do believe you. We got our Philly style bagels from a, a bagel place called Philly style bagels, which is the exact one that he's talking <laughs> yeah. about. I thought they were great. I like a nice dense I bagel. I was into it's it. It's chewy and it's, again, it was like completely covered in, uh, and it was. I didn't think we, it was we, overly. We back. Over, it was covered it was again. Over, yeah, I didn't so, think it was overly dense. So I don't know. Maybe it was there on an off day or I don't know. Maybe our expectations for bagels are different. I, just I think feel that's like, true too. Like, yeah. Again, I I don't like the big puffy bagels that we tend to be able to get now. No, um, I don't want a piece of cake when I'm yeah, eating a bagel. I want a, a nice chewy, chewy, bagel. crusty, covered in. Their stuff. sesame seed bagel is solid. It's great. You know, like not solid like <laughs> texture. It's just it's really good. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm bummed out that he wasn't into them. I'm thinking about this. Uh, payment remittance maybe i should rate write them back oh my gosh i love you too alex um we also got one about um if we want to join uh pod match membership which uh is cross promoting how do they even we have have like two listeners yeah i don't know this is clearly not a personal message (laughs) howdy they'll write anybody so yeah Yeah. double tension at hotmail.com if you want to give us an email i'll read it (laughs) email us um if you want to call us you can do that also We received quite a few calls this week, so I'm going to play them. First, we received a call from... Well, actually, it's been a month. That's why we've got so many calls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and also, actually, if you want to give us a call, uh, as always, the phone number is... Uh, so the first call we received was from Andrea. Hi, Temple Dungeon. This is Andrea North Greenpoint. 
long time, long time. I'm on calling response to last episode where, um, Rafi, you said that you wanted to go to Vegas in honor of your 44th birthday. And I think this is a great idea because, and you should go over Halloween weekend because you know who's going to be there Halloween weekend is the band Fish. And they're performing a Halloween show. And whenever they perform on Halloween, they put on a Halloween costume where they uh, perform uh, an album. Someone else's album, not the, not a fish helmet, somebody else's album. And apparently it's supposed to be brilliant. So if we go there over Halloween, we can probably go see fish. And how much fun would that be? Um, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um, we drove to the beach with Andrea and Catfish yesterday. Yeah. Uh, that was very nice of them to drive it us out great. there. It was great. But we were also trapped listening to fish radio. And I, I, don't, even ha- I don't even hate fish. I don't know if I could do a concert of fish. They play. She's she's been excited because they played a forty-seven minute long song. I can't do forty-seven minutes of one song. Does it does it feel like it's one song? Uh, if it's fish playing, it it feels uh, the forty-seven minute song feels like three or four hours at least. Okay, so. that's not that's not what I meant. Um, so I I don't know if this plan is the greatest. Uh, my birthday isn't. It's like three weeks after Halloween, so I don't know if that counts, but. We'll figure it out. Think I don't about know, it. Maybe. I, I do want to just, all I want to go is play Fortune Cup, the horse racing game. Yeah. So, uh, actually, the one that I want to play is called Sigma Derby. Fortune Cup is a newer one. Sigma okay. Derby is the little, like, jiggly horses. Uh, Fortune <laughs> Cup look like animatronic little miniature horses. I feel like you'd be happy with either. Yeah, either one. Um, we also received a call from Abram. Hi, Double Dungeon. This is Abram. Um, <clears throat> I am just calling in because I wanted to rain on uh, Trader Joe's parade. There are a bunch of liars. The plant-based alternative to chicharron has already existed. It's existed for a long time. <laughs> they're called duros. Um, they're made out of wheat. Uh, you can get them with chili and lime flavor, or you can get whatever kind. There's all different kinds of duros, but in Mexico you can even go and order, like, uh, a big thing called a duro, which it looks like it's a plate of this, like, puffed um, wheat, essentially. And then they put like, all kinds of toppings on it, like shredded cabbage, pico de gallo, avocado, you know, salsas. So it already exists. Don't pay $3 for <laughs> 10 of them or whatever it is. That's a ripoff. There's already a plant-based alternative to chicharron called duros. And, uh, yeah, Trader Joe's. Bunch of liars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when we were at Coney Island yesterday, yeah. uh, when I was by the aquarium, there were a bunch of people selling duros and the, the I think the little wheel ones have a different name. I can't remember. Abram will have to call back in. They, But they're, anytime you go by a Mexican place and they've got the, it's just, they come in clear plastic bags and they look like little wagon wheels. Oh yeah, I did see some Yeah, that's just made of them. like wheat. Yeah. And they'll put chili all over it, and you get to eat it out of the bag. Um, they're pretty good. So, yeah. That was an informative call, for sure. Yeah, good job. Uh, yeah, he was calling. If yeah. you missed the previous episode, uh, we tasted the fake chicharron, which were not the worst. They're okay. They yeah. were okay. And they were three. it was $3 for actually a, a very sizable bag. So That was um, in Philly as well. Oh, yeah. That's where I got it. Yeah. yeah you're right. Um, but, yeah. So, they, they weren't the worst. Um, I, would, uh, I would still say, you know, if you live... In the suburbs and there's no Mexicans around, you could probably just get get by with the chicharron, the fake ones. Um, but otherwise, it's actually cheaper to just go to the Mexican store and get the duros. Yeah. They're good. Um, we have one final voicemail 
that I have a story that goes along with it. Okay. Um, we received a voicemail from someone. I have no idea who it is. It was a New York State area code. Um, so if you called in, uh, this is a little weird. Uh, <laughs> and so when I get a voicemail, it has an automated voice transcription. Yeah. And it tells me what the people say roughly. It's it's not usually right. Um, this one uh, came across and Google said, oh, you have a new voicemail. And I clicked on it to read it. And all it said was dead, dead. That was it. Yeah, I don't like that so at all. So I was like, you know, I was I, I can't remember what I was doing, but I was like, oh, I'll listen to it in a second. And I was like, who was this? Is somebody <laughs> menacing is, us? Yeah, this? Is menacing <laughs> us. <laughs> so it turns out that the Google voice transcription was wrong. It's literally just Spanish guitar for like three minutes. So I'm going to really? play a quick clip. So that was basically it. I, I have Wait, no idea what they were trying to that's imply. That's just a clip of it? That, yeah, it was three minutes of But Spanish you listened guitar. to the whole thing. Yeah, I made sure there was no so, nobody in the middle like, dead. dead. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just Spanish guitar. I think what happened is like, you know, that flicking right there, it probably thought was somebody saying dead. Yeah, so, it's still like, that's weird to me that that's yeah, what it's the definitely like transcript was. Ghost machine terrifying. Of, yeah. So if you sent us this slightly menacing Spanish guitar, <laughs> uh, thanks, I guess. Yeah, uh, are there any thoughts might about wanna, it? You might want to let us know who you are or... Is it like a follow-up to anything? I, there's only been one other person that called in and played music, but this is not the same phone number. So I'm not quite sure what, what that know. was. I'm um, going to have to open up the... Thanks, I guess. Matro or something. Yeah. Yeah. Let us let us know who you are because it's <laughs> slightly terrifying. <laughs> Adi, yeah. Adi, yes. Uh, Gotta get I it have, together. I have my eye on someone. <laughs> okay. Uh, quite literally. So, as our <laughs> listeners may know, you and I, we love karaoke. Well, I love karaoke, and you yeah. abide karaoke. I love it. Okay. Um, and Baby Grand was always our favorite spot, because it's very near our house, or it was, I should say. Yeah. And we were gutted when it got killed by COVID, and is now a Korean fried chicken place, and we were, like, burned even worse when they turned on the sign, and we thought maybe they were open again. Like, the whole neighborhood was, was yeah. burned by that. Yeah. Um. So they closed. Baby Grand closed both locations. They had two, one in Chinatown, one near us. Um, and ever since, the uh, we've been following the adventures of the owner, uh, <laughs> a guy named Joey, who's very nice. He's always been extremely nice to us. Um, and he's also a good singer. He's an excellent singer. Um, although I do have issue with his Broadway musicals that he sings sometimes. Um, so we watched as he got a an Airstream trailer and moved to, I think, Indiana, Indiana. or something. Yeah. And um, was posting giant wooden spoons that he was carving and he was calling it his retirement. Um, and so we were very sad that our baby grand was gone forever. Yeah. However. That's a good summary. Recently, he started posting on Instagram again and it was became apparent that he had moved back to New York and he Woo! was teasing that he was going to open a new baby grand yeah. somewhere in the city. Uh, and recently, he said that they acquired a spot and he posted a video of him inside working on the space and in the video i could see some of the details of the address 
And being the detective I am, <laughs> I went through and I said, okay, well, first of all, it's whatever the address West. The only place I can think of in New York that does that is Midtown that has East and West. So then I was like, all right, so it's a karaoke spot. You can tell that uh, I could tell that there were rooms in the back. Yeah. So I was like, this is a converted karaoke spot. So this has to be, again, guessing. I said somewhere between 14th and 40th, because that's where most of the karaoke spots are. And then I went through and I saw where the the West address was. And I remembered that Broadway runs through part of the 30s and 20s. Uh, and so that's going to cut out some of the locations that it could be. And I was able to narrow it down to about seven blocks. And then from there, all I had to do is Google Maps, <laughs> put it in front of that address on each of the blocks, and just look around real quick. Found it in like 15 minutes. That's, I found You were pretty quick. That's, it's a little ridiculous. Um, so I found it. Uh, and then we were in the city. And so we walked by. And uh, as we're walking by... Joey was standing in the window working on his computer and he looked out and saw us, came running out. and <laughs> Saw us creeps. Saw us being creeps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, came running out and was very excited. I think, like you said, I think he was posting the videos, including the address, in the hopes that somebody He's would be excited enough. very intentional about his social yeah, media. Would be excited enough to come visit. Yeah. So we went and visited. We it's were a, very excited. It's a very nice space. It needs quite a bit of work. Uh, it is... Uh, the kind of karaoke, I don't understand why people do this, but it's like one of those karaoke spots that is built out in a really weird, cheesy way. And so they're going to have to do some work to get rid of some weird like drywall curves and yeah. ugly murals and stuff like that. Yeah, there are some bad murals I don't in understand there. why karaoke spots are like that where, yeah, it's just tacky. It's really tacky. Um, anyway, so hes I'm sure he's going to make it real nice because he did the other space really well. Yeah. Uh, he he has a very aesthetics. good sense of design. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very excited. He said it should be maybe four months. So let's all go to Baby Grand when it opens. Yeah. If we're, if we're still here. So, okay. but I was, uh, I felt slightly creepy, but again, detect- <laughs> our detective work paid off. He was very excited. We spent like half yeah, an hour talking to him. Yeah, we had a good him. time. It was great. Um, Adi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I have a story from my life. This is a story that you reminded me about recently. I did? Yeah. Um, and I don't think I've told it on the show before because it's kind of a weird and slightly depressing story, but it's all, oh. it has a somewhat happy ending. So <clears throat> as our listeners probably know, I have I have a, an eye out for good deals on stuff all the time. And somebody on Craigslist about four years ago, five years ago, was selling a Neo Geo Pocket Color with a bunch of boxed games. And so this is a system, the Neo Geo Pocket Color is like the Game Boy. It came out in like 2000, 2001, something like that. I was in college and I really wanted one, but it was kind of a little expensive for me not actually having that much income. So I didn't get one. So he was selling it with seven boxed games for like a hundred bucks, which is a great deal. I mean, it's it's not like the most insane deal because the, the games for some reason usually are boxed, which is weird um, in this in collecting yeah because they're just cardboard boxes they're not plastic um but for some reason everybody kept their boxes um and then the the neo geo itself is just a regular black one and there may be like 70 bucks usually so it it was a good deal it was a very good deal i'll give it that way but uh it wasn't insane so anyway i told the guy i said hey i'll you know I'll, i'll meet up with you whatever and then he started writing back by text and uh was a little 
I would say interesting. He was like, you know, I have a lot of great memories of this and you know, I I really enjoy playing this kind of game and I was like, cool, can I just uh, buy this thing from you and and not yeah, have to talk like, to you well, anymore? Yeah, are you sure you want to sell them? Yeah. I guess, you know. Um it turned out that he was saying that he had to sell them cuz he needed cash for something that was slightly depressing. I can't remember if he was having a medical issue oh. or something, but he needed to sell some of He was like, I've got, you know, I've been collecting for years. He was a little bit older. I think he, if I had to guess, he was maybe late 40s. Yeah. Um so he was obviously like a teenager and into young adult when like from in the 90s, 80s into 90s. Um, so anyway, we got to talking and I was like, oh, do you have anything else that's for sale? And he was like, you know, I have a lot of other stuff, but I, I just can't bear to part with it. This I'm I'm more than happy to sell. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. yeah. And I was like, cool. Whatever. That makes sense. Yeah. So I, I um, made made the meet up. Uh, we met up at it was just north of Canal Street on Broadway uh, at his office outside of his office I should say and he came down and he had a, a whole bag and everything was in there and it was all in great shape so I was very happy to give him the cash um and he was like oh you know I'll, I'll let you know if I see anything else yeah um and then I just kept getting text messages from him that were not related to him selling anything else they were just like oh you know reminiscing about video game stuff and yeah I was like well, okay he knows that you're also into yeah, it I was like okay guy cool uh yeah and then uh I didn't hear from him for a bit um, which was fine because <laughs> again the transaction yeah was over. you didn't know each other but then like yeah. a month later uh, he wrote back and he said you know what I have I found the manuals for one of the games that I gave you um, if you want them I'll you can meet me at my office again and I'll drop them off yeah so I was like cool uh, I'm not gonna make a separate trip just to go get them but next time I'll let you know he was like great whatever so uh, we arranged sometime that I was going into Manhattan he had he had, gave me the manuals and he actually was like you know what I found another game you can just have it with the thing and I was like oh that's actually very generous it's a slot machine game so it's actually not a great game and not well loved but whatever it's still very nice not the point yeah, very nice yeah. and complete in box again uh, he said that he kept everything all of the boxes all the manuals everything um, very nice so again I was like you know if you think of anything else you want to sell let me know and he was like you know I just can't bear to part yeah, with it yeah. uh, da 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 um, Maybe like two weeks after that, I got a text from him again. And I was like, oh man, this guy again. And he said, uh, you know, I just wanted to reach out. Um, I was thinking of you the other day because I posted on Craigslist and I must have missed it, that he was considering selling some of his vintage video games. And somebody responded and convinced him to let them come to his house and pick through his, his games and offer him a deal. That's weird. And uh, he said that they were very pushy about it, um, but he, you know, didn't see any harm in it. Uh, and then he started telling me the stuff that he had sold, and it was all stuff that was like $400 or more. Oh. And when I told him, I was like, oh, do you, do you know what this is like worth, like $400? He was like, what? Oh, no. And it turned out that he had, I, like, he sent me a list of some of the stuff he had sold. Yeah. Like a TurboGrafx handheld um the drag panzer dragoon saga everything was like hundreds of dollars yeah and this guy he said he was just like completely got ripped off once he realized oh, that's how much terrible absolutely ripped off and he said that he was just crushed because he had sold a lot of stuff yeah to this guy that's um, such a bummer yeah so that's he was, really depressing yeah he he wrote back a few more times and i told him look i was like you know i'm, I'm very sorry to hear it he was like you know i i just I, I needed the money for yeah. medical, whatever. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. Um, 
And so I was like, look, like, here's what I would suggest is get yourself a Wii. You can do this stuff to be able to play your old games. Yeah. And uh, he ended up, yeah, doing that. And he said, it's nice to be able to play some of these old games that I don't have anymore. And I was like, oh, my. This is so, such this a, is so this sad. Is sad. Yeah, 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 this is kind of terrible. Uh, he did. <laughs> he wrote back like eight months after that one last really? time. And he was just like, you know, I, I kind of had gotten out of the hobby because I was so crushed after being ripped off yeah. of literally thousands of dollars worth of stuff. Yeah. Um, but he was like, you know, I still play the games that you recommended. And I just wanted to thank you again. Oh, that's thing. nice. So, yeah, this guy was. Uh, did you write him back? Yeah, I said, okay, yeah, that's thank you. Good. And then I yeah. never heard from him again, which, oh. again, it was like, this is a lot of work for a, a, a Craigslist transaction. An acquaintance. But <laughs> New acquaintance. Yeah. Anyway, Game I, hope, I hope that guy's doing well. Uh, I'm very, it was very, I don't know why people got to be like that, like ripping people. Like I said, I was, I got a good deal. Yeah. And I even told the guy when I was getting it, I was like, look, because he originally wanted, like, he said, what do you think would be a fair price? And I was like, with the stuff that he was including, I was like, yeah. I don't know. In my head, I was like, it might be like 150 bucks worth of stuff. Yeah. So I said, I'll give you 100 cash. And he was like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I can't I can't imagine what this other guy did. So anyway. That's a bummer. A bummer, yeah. Are we going to talk about so. something happier? Um, <laughs> yeah, well, kind of. We're going to something. Okay. We're going to hate on something. How about that? Okay. Adi. <laughs> yes. Uh, everybody is stupid but me. So we went to a Modest Mouse concert. When was that? A month ago? Yeah. Um, it was probably right after our last episode. Um, and I just wanted to point out, what is the deal with fake encores at, at shows? I hate fake encores at you shows. Hate, you hate them? I hate it. Why? I hate it. Just, just play. You know you're... It's- you know you're you're gonna play an encore just keep playing don't turn off the no, lights but it's been a while and people have been standing there for a bit and you get you get all hyped up again you know right. like you know like and Stupid. you know that's probably to be something that people really like or is considered something really good they had already maybe played float on what other play? songs do they have they, they have no other so many songs other <laughs> but i mean like you get hyped up and you're like okay if there's this one song that is like really popular or, or, or good and, and you like you like you didn't hear it and you're like oh maybe this is the time and people get all excited again and, i don't like it and, you, and then you leave on such a high note I think it, that has to be, that has to be it. I, I, they're playing games with me. I, I know like people, you <laughs> I hate people playing games with me. You really didn't like it, but I, I'm one of those people where I'm like, I don't love it, but like I, I, I can, get I it? can get into it. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I, you really hate. You it. know the show is not over until the house lights come on. That's the <laughs> just stay there. It, it, it's ridiculous. So I, I don't like being toyed with. Also, okay, like, just play the show. It, it does clear the room. Is there some people who really just never stay for the encore? So oh, yeah. it does clear it out. And then I'm That's not true. like s- surrounded by a mob when I'm leaving a place. I don't know. To me, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to agree to disagree on this one. Okay. Adi. Yeah. Uh, I have some friend news that I think is hilarious. A friend's a friend who knows what being a friend is. Talking with a friend. So, like I said, I had COVID, and I was quarantining. Yeah. And you were at the at the house too, quarantining. Yeah. How many people were trying to either come over or get us to go somewhere oh. while we were in quarantine? It was yeah. I 
I don't know. It's definitely a few people where I was like, hey, it's like a COVID situation. They were like, oh, my God, no, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, can I yeah. help you with anything? And then, like, 24 hours later, you're like, hey, I've got this going on. You want to, yeah. you know, if you if you can make it. And I'm like, how could I possibly make it? <laughs> I'm in quarantine for two yeah. weeks. Like, what are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? It was, re- it was kind of insane, it's the number disturbing. of people. Yeah. And the pu- the like like you said like it would be 24 hours in between yeah. invites to hang out and it's like and you're like but we just talked about this we just we talked about COVID. this i have covid yeah i don't know I it's, don't, it's disturbing something, something special <laughs> I, I can't explain it Adi, uh, yeah i have a uh a story that is not directly about me because i was in quarantine but it's about somebody being up to no good who should not be up to no good All right, so first of all, again, I was in quarantine for, like, the past 12 days, or I should say 12 days of the last month, and uh, so I was stuck watching Six Million Dollar Man episodes. I watched, like, 20 of them. Um, Watched a lot. So, the Six Million Dollar Man, first of all, there were some amazing things that happened, so I gotta catch everybody up. In one episode... They lost. They keep losing nuclear devices in this show. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so first of all, Never gets in one old. episode, uh, a nuclear device got lost on an abandoned or on a uh, very like isolated island in the Pacific, and they had to send six million dollar man in to go get it. <laughs> and it turned out that there was a Japanese holdout from World War II living on the island and attacking anybody that what? came near because he thought that the World War II was going on. Right. Still. And so I was watching it, and I was like, "This is kind of ridiculous. Like, kind of pushing it here. It's already." Six Million Dollar Man is like 1974, 75. Yeah. I was like, that's a little long. I looked it up. It actually, that episode was filmed less than a year after the last Japanese World War II holdout was was what? identified. Really? Yeah. I thought that was really interesting. So, yeah, there were still people out there in the 70s. Um, so that that happened. But then the, the episode that really got me thinking about the Six Million Dollar Man here, okay. up to no good, there was a guy that stole a nuclear device and had it on an airplane and the six million dollar man had to go get on the airplane and and figure out how to like take yeah. the get the bomb neutralized or whatever save the day yeah but the bad guy figured out that the six million dollar man was on there to neutralize the device and had him like uh cha- or handcuffed yeah. and sitting in a seat right on the plane and the plane is oh, like no the plane is like flying somewhere to go blow up something sure or for money i don't know it was you know <laughs> convoluted whatever um but the bad guy has a gun on the six million dollar man right yeah and so the way that Six Million Dollar Man gets out of this <laughs> is he slowly and secretly breaks his handcuffs because okay. he can do that. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I think I even have the... You do. Where is this here? <laughs> no, I do. I, I know I do. You have There's it. Six Million Dollar Man. Anyway. Um, oh. <laughs> so he breaks his handcuffs <laughs> and then uh, he gets up and... <laughs> Six million dollar man kicks the door of the plane open and okay. sucks the bad guy out, like straight up murdering the bad guy. Yeah, that's definitely a, a yeah, death th- situation. It, like there was no hope for the guy. He was definitely going out yeah. the door because he was standing right next to the door. He just murdered the guy. Yeah. So I understand that he's like got a nuclear device and he's holding people hostage, but I was just a little shocked that the six million dollar man just killed him, and that was like the end that of was it. the end yeah. of it yeah and then he like karate chopped one of the other guys that had a gun and then they neutralized it and the guy but dead. he kind of just done that with the first guy dead at 40 million feet i don't know or, or yeah. forty thousand feet um, wow. i don't know i don't know yeah it was, it was they you could tell that they edited in one quick shot of him looking like he might try and grab the guy before yeah. the guy flew out but 
He didn't, he didn't even try. He didn't even like reach a hand out. He was so over it. He was over it. <laughs> he was like, this, I, know, I know the solution for this. So, <laughs> That's disturbing. Yeah. Six million dollar man up to no good. Yeah. Adi. Yes. Uh, I have uh, our very favorite segment, which is the gross story oh, time. Oh, man. So as we mentioned, there was a massive flood here in Brooklyn. It was like the, uh, they said it was like a one in 500 year storm, I think. I don't know. Yeah, they, they they, a lot of basements flooded out. Our basement even got kind of flooded from yeah. what I heard. It got about maybe eight inches, but there's not really anything down there. So it didn't really, like we're looking, there's like a blanket out in the backyard drying in the sun. Yeah, they didn't t- seem too devastated yeah. by it. Whereas like down the block, there's a guy that, they, I, every time I walk by, the people who are his neighbors are like, yeah, he lost everything. So and they, yeah. they, they've taken, I'm not kidding, they've taken maybe like six um roll away dumpsters full of stuff out of that house yeah it's, it's, it's just and there was still wa- there was still water there uh, like just a few days ago they were still cleaning out drywall and stuff intense um, very intense yeah so we didn't even realize there was going to be a storm as did i don't think it, nobody i talked to that day knew that there was going to be that that level of rain that kind, yeah i don't think they predicted it very well because we just started getting alerts at like seven o'clock that it was like flash flood warning mm. but it, it was pretty late in the game, for sure. Yeah, I, I, I didn't see anything anywhere else online or in, even in the weather report that I look at every day. Um, so we were just sitting in here relaxing, whatever, and it's dumping outside. Um, fortunately, our drain right outside the window seemed to be working, so I didn't have to run yeah. out there. Um, but at one point, we did have a little bit of a an incident where I went to go do the dishes after I had made some green chili that I couldn't taste. Um, went to go do the dishes, and I was like, oh, this sink is like full of water i don't remember pouring a bunch of water down there and uh then i was like oh you know what maybe the storm backed it up that's gross so i tried getting the water to go down and it just was refusing it was straight refusing to go down so i grabbed we have a um a sink plunger a separate plunger from the toilet for the sink which everybody should have on hand don't use your toilet plunger in the sink that's gross um so we had a sink plunger uh so i went over to the sink and i was trying to plunge it and it was just doing nothing nothing happening at all like zero water going in and out no suction i mean there was absolute suction i couldn't get it to stop um so then i tried pouring uh i let it it very slowly started to trickle after i messed with it but like it took half an hour to empty out two inches of water out of the sink very very slow so then i was after it finally drained i could see there was just a massive clot of hair in the sink massive it looked like the entire tube was just full of hair. And again, this is our kitchen sink. This is not our bathroom sink or our, our shower sink. There's no reason there should be that much hair in our sink. Yeah. So the only thing I can figure is that this, like, the storm may have pushed a massive hair glob <laughs> from somewhere else in the system. So gross. Now, now you guys get to hear about it. Up into our sink. <laughs> uh, and then it got all over our dishes, which is even it's grosser. So gross. <laughs> so... What I did is I poured a ton of bleach down there and it kind of, st- it started to flow a little bit better after I dumped the bleach down there. Right. I just figured maybe the bleach would knock some of the grease off of that hair and I could get it out of the sink. It was enormous. I can't, like, it looked like it was maybe like 10 inches long, this glob That's of hair so that gross. crept up our tube. And then um, you said it was like alien, right? Yeah, yeah. So the next day, so what I did is I dumped more bleach down and then I put a lid over it. 
And I was like, I'm not dealing. I, I need to wash these dishes again tomorrow. I need to figure this out. Yeah. So I put really. a thing again. I, I couldn't get it out of the sink. I figured maybe we would have to take the sink apart, call the landlord, something like that. So I poured bleach down and I put a little cap over the, the sink drain so that, I don't know, the bleach could work. I don't know. Um, came back the next day. And I think that the hair had dried out a bit so it could move again. Okay. So I got a, a wooden skewer, like a disposable wooden skewer. And I was like, maybe I can like, I don't know, jam it back down. So, <laughs> so I terrible. like barely touched it with the wooden skewer. Yeah. And it just, it like sucked back into the system like an alien tentacle. It was just, like, you know how when you touch like a slug's eye, it like sucks back into its body. That's what happened. It oh, was disgusting. I, I've learned something new today. Yeah. So that, that hair was definitely part of like an alien that's living in our that's sewer so system. It was disgusting. Awesome. Um, so our sink, our sink works fine now. Again, it, it. It was a giant thing of hair. Where did that come from? I don't know. It's gross. So I redid all the dishes because that Thank is you. disgusting. Yeah. It was, the water was like gray. Who knows where that came from? <laughs> so gross. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah. Adi. Yes. I have a, a story about a bar job that, I mean, I'm not technically working, so whatever. Oh, So we were visiting an absolutely anonymous bar that I will not name, and we witnessed a very strange behavior on the half behalf of the behalf yeah of the bartender, which was every time this bartender was pouring someone a beer, they were saying, "Would you like it to add a shot to that for two dollars?" Oh yeah, this is not normal bartender behavior. This is somebody trying to make extra money off of the tip, I guess, on the shot. But I yeah, never I never encourage people to drink more as a bartender. It's very strange. It's strange. And we know this particular place, and it's not something that any of the other staffers it's, do. They're not told, not, they're they're not not told trained, by a manager not told, yeah, to do that. Yeah. It's, Upselling. This is something that John Taffer, the bar rescue guy, yeah. he was the one that he was trying to get them to upsell people on beers and stuff. That's another thing yeah. that I was like, don't do that. That's just, weird. Yeah, it's not the business model there, yeah. and it was very off-putting. Yeah, it's it was bizarre. Yeah. Um, anyway. How much uh, bigger is the tip going to be? You know, like, one, I don't... Like, what are you going to make? An extra, like, 10 bucks that, that night, maybe? Maybe. And everybody's really going to be weird. just, like, shot drunk? Yeah, and then um, you could tell a bunch of the people who were used to going there we're kind of like wait what yeah like <laughs> yeah. so it's not even the effect that you might want where someone's like People oh i'm glad you out. mentioned yeah. that yeah, yeah i'm yeah. glad you mentioned like just an extra couple of, you know no yeah they were weirded out yeah it was there's a reason why it was, it was weird. Very weird yeah um and then in other news i stopped by my, my work recently and mm-hmm. uh now that the vaccine mandate is in effect in new york city you have to be vaccinated in order to enter a bar or restaurant and you yeah. have to have proof i was there on a thursday night and there were like eight people there and it was like 10 p.m. or something. I went to go visit my old coworker. There so were like you think 10 it's because of the mandate? He said it's 100% because of the, the mandate. That's and it makes sense. It makes sense when, uh, like in April, when I had to check people's vaccination cards. Yeah. It makes sense with the number of people that were unvaccinated that were trying to come in. Um, at, people were allowed in back then. They just had to wear a mask. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I it's... That's not good. Yeah. I can't believe people are holding out still. So I've definitely had more people than I expected on my shifts uh, be surprised that they couldn't get in. Yeah. You know, 
um, or like knew that that was the deal most places, but we're hoping that our place wasn't like that. And I'm yeah. like, that's not how this works. I talked it's to everywhere. somebody, I can't remember who it was. And they said, yeah, they were working. And they said, oh, I just need to check your vaccines. And an entire group literally just like turned and walked back out. Yeah, like like yeah. They, they were just, again, they were like having a great time until that she asked that. And then they were like, all right, we yeah, gotta go. Yeah, gotta go. So yeah, it's, it's, it's something. Um, Adi? Yes. I have some food stuff to talk about. So, like I said, I completely lost my sense of taste from COVID. It's slowly coming back. I can smell a little bit. It has to be very strongly scented for me to smell, but I can smell some things. The only thing I can really taste is sweet and bitter. Um, so cooking has been a nightmare. It's been very difficult. Um, mm-hmm. You said that I've done fairly well, meaning like everything it's, tasted right. It's been like really cool <laughs> just to see how spot on you are with your flavors and your spices um, and everything. You said that I did. When you can't I did, taste anything. I did under season apparently some hamburgers the other day. But that was, I mean, it's been a while now. Yeah. And that's since like when you were first sick and you lost your sense yeah. of taste. And that's the only thing you've made the whole, whole time that wasn't still perfect. It was ridiculous. Um, it's it's ridiculous. I can't believe that. I, you know. So I made uh, some bean stew. I'm very excited about this bean stew. Yeah. It's a bean stew that I've made a few times now and I love it. It's rad. So the way that I make it is you get two cans of, well, I, I just use canned beans. I should be using dry beans. I know. Whatever. I just buy canned beans. Whatever. So you get two cans of, <laughs> like, <us> alone. <laughs> of white beans. You toss those in the blender with some chicken stock. Blend that all up. And then uh, the way that I do that, you s- set that aside. And then uh, I get one sausage, from, Polish sausage from the Polish place that's called Veselna. That's the one that I'm always talking about being great. It's mm. smoky. Cut that all into little uh, coins. Toss that in there. You fry them up. Take them out. Add your bean and chicken stock in. Oh, actually, I, I skipped a step. You got to saute your onions down. Saute some celery. Saute some carrots. And then a ton of garlic. Like it, like I put in monster, like an entire head of garlic. A lot of garlic. And then you add your bean stock and uh, your blended beans and chicken stock. Simmer all that. And then at the end, I add in these delicious butter beans. Have you ever had a butter bean? It's not called that. <laughs> <laughs> Adi was complaining that butter beans, they're called butter beans on the can, but she says they're actually lima beans. Well, you told me that. I, I, I honestly just, I didn't know what they're called. I knew that I had never called them butter beans in my life. <laughs> so And Goya was lying to us. You you add the butter beans at the end, towards the end. You, you don't want them to break all down in the cooking. So after, you know, an hour of simmering or whatever, uh, you add your butter beans in and then you add a ton of shredded kale and red chili flake. And then that's your stew. Comes out great. So I highly recommend trying it. Adi? Yes. Um, let's skip that one. Let's talk about uh, some junk. You want to talk about skipping. junk? Well, <laughs> we're, we're, we're like 15 minutes from where I like to be in the show. Okay. So let's talk about some junk. So last episode, I hyped that I was having a yard sale. Oh, yeah. We had zero listeners stop by. I just want you to know, out of our millions of listeners, none stopped by. (laughs) I don't know how many are local. So uh, I woke up, I put up signs, and then I woke up early, and I hauled, you were out of town that day, Yeah. and I hauled all kinds of stuff out. Like, I had set everything aside that I wanted to sell, 
bunch of record players, some records, a bunch of like just random electronic stuff, yeah. stuff that was like, you know, I, I just don't need it. Hauled it all out. And I had it all very neatly. It was a sidewalk sale. Everything was on the sidewalk, but it was very neatly laid out and separated all up and down our property on the sidewalk. Very clear area where people could walk by without stepping on anything. And, you know, I was getting a lot of people out there. I had my, my chair out there, which I had to put a sign on because somebody already, as soon as I moved it out, somebody asked how much my chair was. <laughs> and I was like, not for sale. Um, so then I was just sitting out there enjoying a coffee. Um, and then, uh, at, you know, I had a few people come by and buy stuff. And then at some point, the landlady came down and she said, oh, hey, can we join you? Put stuff out? And I was like, well, of course. I, you know. Can't say what no. Am I gonna, yeah. Am I going <laughs> to tell you no? Don't join my yard sale? And so then she said, okay, well, first of all, we got to get these tables out of the backyard, folding tables, big picnic folding tables. And we got to get everything up off the ground. You can't have stuff on the ground for sale. And I was like, why not? <laughs> so, uh, so we got the picnic tables. Uh, I guess technically... We got the picnic tables, we set them all up. They moved all of my stuff onto the two tables. So it was like, instead of being neatly like laid out, item, 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 it was just like a big jumbled table full of stuff. Um, and then, uh, what else did we have to do? Oh, and then she brought out a bunch of stuff that was like, on my sign, it said all killer, no filler. Yeah. There was some filler then after <laughs> that. Um, and then uh, people kept coming by and like, for example, the record players, I know one, one of them had... It, it was not functional correctly. Yeah. And I bought it for like 15 bucks at a yard sale. Yeah. And I've had it for 10 years. You know what I mean? I don't need this record player yeah. anymore. So this girl came by and I told her, look, you need to repair this. And you need to get a new needle. But it works other than that. And also the lid is broken. So I was like, just give me five bucks for that. And she was like, really? And I was like, yeah, just give me five bucks. But remember, you, I'm telling you, you're gonna have you to need to repair these. this stuff. Yeah. And yeah. The, the needle itself is going to run you like 25 bucks. Yeah. So she was happy with it. Meanwhile... Good. Meanwhile, then I get told I'm not supposed to do that. I'm supposed to charge more than that for stuff. You got to really. Why? I don't know. I was like, just take it. Like yeah. there was a guy that walked by. What do they care? I had, a, I had an old. I had an old fishing rod for sale yeah. that I had bought back when I lived off Avenue J. So this is like 15 years I've had this fishing rod. I fished with it. I got yeah. my, and I have an even better fishing rod now that, that I bought with your dad. Mm -hmm. I don't need this little tiny fishing rod. So this guy came by and he was like, "Hey, how much for this fishing rod?" And I said, "Are you going to fish with it?" And he said. Uh, yeah, I'll use it. And I said, just take it. I don't need it. Yeah. And they were like, stop giving stuff away. It's <laughs> so, none of their business. <laughs> so anyway, my fishing or my uh, the yard sale. The cost is his taking the time to fish. Yeah. yeah. My my yard sale was somewhat successful, but not as successful as I would have hoped. Yeah. So we still have a lot, a lot of junk to get rid of. So if you want free junk, let us know. Double dungeon <laughs> at hotmail.com. <laughs> Adi. Yes. Let's talk about what you want to talk about. Only. So I want to talk about, um, we went today to Cafe Grumpy. Oh, yeah. Um, I did the ordering. I, don't, yes. I didn't tell you that I was doing this. No. I said, meet me at Cafe Grumpy. And I went yeah. in by myself and bought and paid for the coffees. Mm -hmm. Because you have had an incident where you are unable to pay for coffees at Cafe Grumpy anymore. Have they told you that your money's no good there or what? Um, yeah, they're very nice. I, I'm... <laughs> they're too nice to the point that it's kind of like... Well, I, I don't know what's... Well, then I just... <laughs> no, it's nice. It's, I mean, I, I, you know, I basically just tip them whatever I would have yeah. paid. Um, I, I, I 
I worked with someone who's friends with one of the newer staffers and I guess because like I gave them one of her Christmas cards and I know this person like they're like and they have the Christmas card up the behind Christmas card the counter is, yeah, like it's still, still on display, yeah yeah um they're I guess <laughs> they've gone out and they're like oh they're nice and and because we're, they're nice like they have an agreement that they're not supposed <laughs> to charge me which which is really lovely and I'm very grateful it's just that I'm kind of awkward sometimes and yeah. so I I don't want an, I don't want to walk in and expect to not pay. Yeah. So now I just think like, oh, well, what if I don't want to be weird if either way. I don't know, I'm being awkward right now. <laughs> I'm like, it'd be awkward if they don't charge me because I'm like, well, all right, like how long is this going to go on? And, or if they do charge me, I'm like, well, what? change now i don't know <laughs> anyway i don't know why we're talking about this <laughs> i just i just thought it was funny that I'm your money's so no weird. good somewhere I now i was excited because i asked you who was working today and you're yeah. like oh is this like bond person and i was like oh they're gonna charge us which is so sad i should <laughs> i should be really excited and grateful that i'm just giving them money directly instead of otherwise howdy <laughs> yeah i have a recommendation So the Halloween season is fast approaching. People are very excited for Halloween now. Have you noticed this? Like on social media, people start posting about Halloween in like August. They're like, September is basically Halloween Eve. You know, I would say no, except you're making me realize that I have already started seeing people my friends People are getting postings. very into Halloween, yeah. yeah. Um, so I have a recommendation for Halloween. Okay. It's something that I had completely forgotten about. And it's what something is it? that is not in my normal type of recommendation. All right. So... <laughs> So Making me nervous. Ryan Gosling, okay, <laughs> who I don't care for at all. I think he's a terrible actor. Aww. I think he's horrible. He's not good in anything. Um, he was good in Drive. You know why? Because he played somebody who may or may not have a mental deficiency. And he does that great. Um, <laughs> so Ryan Gosling has an album out, which you didn't know about. And I had completely forgotten about. Oh, from his band? He, he has a band yeah. called Dead Man's Bones. Did you know about this? Oh, wait. No, I didn't know that about that yeah. band. Ryan Gosling is in a band called Dead Man's Bones. They have one album out, and it's filmed, or it's recorded with uh, the LA Children's Choir. Um, it's actually really good. Uh, when I, uh, I used to work somewhere, and they used to play the entire album, like, mixed in with other stuff. Uh, and it's actually very good music. And it's very, like, slightly creepy, because uh, it's, uh, the, the topics they're covering are about, like, vampires and macabre stuff but then the kids vocals on top of that kind of make it even creepier yeah it's very good halloween music i highly recommend looking into dead man's bones i gotta Uh, listen to this it's gonna it's gonna it's this is gonna be one of those things where like two years from now it's gonna blow up and people are gonna be like loving it because spotify starts recommending it so just get on the book get on the train now you can be a hipster let's all listen to this album together bring it back (laughs) you can be a hipster (laughs) anyway it's the best thing ryan gosling ever did i guarantee it so adi yeah i have a follow-up uh about something that we talked about previously so the first thing i did when i got out out of covid i didn't tell you this the absolute first thing i did when i got out of covid quarantine 
was I ran over and checked to make sure that that sausage is still oh my gosh. sitting on the electrical box in the key food parking lot. And it was. And I checked again recently. <laughs> that sausage is still there. It has turned completely black, except for the bit that turned white, which is gross. That's gross. So uh, that's your sausage update. Um, we'll probably have yeah. more. Uh, that sausage is not going anywhere. Quality content right here. <laughs> that sausage is not going anywhere. Uh, I also wanted to point out uh, that you pointed out that the bike seat with the garbage bag <laughs> full of water is still there. The garbage bag. So there's a bike seat. We talked about it before. A bike seat that is full. It has a garbage bag over it to protect it from the rain. Yeah. But the garbage bag actually caught a bunch of rainwater. And it's just been sitting there. In, it's been months. In the seat bag the water you can see the water in it it's been there months i'm sure it's full of mosquito larvae and That's stuff terrible it's like green i almost uh, feel like we have to do something the about bag it. the bag itself <laughs> is starting to rip but yeah. the water is still in the bag it's so gross it's disgusting looking. so that, uh, that's we need still to get there. like a kids shoot it with a dart dart yeah dart yeah. yeah be willing to just lose one forever and yeah. you know to not go on the property but but help them out adi oh yeah i, I have a thought that doesn't fit anywhere else this was just an extremely weird thing that i saw when we were taking the bus up to catch a train to the train to go to kingston yeah we were on uh we were going in through long island city and there was a chinese style hot pot restaurant that i had never noticed before right. and they had a, a sandwich board out front that was advertising their lunch special and the phrase that they used to advertise their specially priced lunch special in big lettering it said cheap and fine <laughs> <laughs> i i like that <laughs> i think they need, they need a little assistance cheap with, the, with fine. the descriptor there <laughs> I mean, that's a, sold. <laughs> I, I kind of want to try it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's a... Uh, We're both in. Yeah. What's up with that? That's, are you, what's the deal with that? Adi. Yeah. I have a question. <laughs> Why does the term pedestrian mean dull? Very pedestrian. Um, it seems like now that we're like worried about the ecology maybe, yeah. of the world, we should make pedestrian be cool. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, why is it all, uh, I don't know, just uh, steady pacing? The only thing I can figure, you know? that, that's a good one. The, the thing that I figure is that it Very probably stable. started meaning meaning dull about the time that cars were invented. Is it, that's the only thing I can mm. figure because cars were very exciting when they yeah. were new. It's not thrilling. So. You're not running anywhere. You don't yeah. need to get anywhere urgently. So if you know, let us know. Adi? Yes. Everybody is stupid, including me. <laughs> so as you know, I like sitting in the window and looking out at all the birds we have tons of birds right now there there's like what is that like 50 birds out there there are a lot of birds there's a lot there's we get a lot of uh sparrows and 35 a lot of morning doves and then uh in the winter and spring we get a lot of cardinals i saw one out there the other day um I'm excited really to see get, cardinals we don't again. really get pigeons back there i don't know why no i never see um, pigeons yeah i don't know if the morning doves keep them away or what but um however 
recently, there's a jacked up looking morning dove. Oh, yeah. It's like really beat up. Like something is wrong with its face. It It looks, if I had to guess, like maybe a cat bit it by the head and it was able to escape. It looks like it's, it's like, its face is like really messed up and it's out there all day. All they do is walk around and eat. And so it's out there all day looking around and looking for food, but I don't ever see it eat because I don't know if it can still. So I've been, I've been like torturing myself looking out this window at this poor jacked up morning dove we can't do anything about it because yeah. as soon as you go out they all fly away yeah if so. it wasn't able to fly then we would be able to yeah. catch it and uh bring it to the you know wild bird fund or whatever so, it's called yeah i don't, I don't know I, I don't know why i torture myself i should just close it's the window distressing for oh it's poor thing yeah doesn't look bird. like it's eating yeah 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 it's, and it's it's now, looking rough like now we're being a downer to everybody yeah, it, look, it looks pretty gross um, um adi let's talk about something else yeah sorry <laughs> adi, adi, what are you looking forward to <laughs> You gotta do what? I gotta believe. Uh, hope the bird heals. Yeah, I'm looking forward. I want to eat that soup. Healing or whatever. I just I can't look at it anymore. Yeah, it's so depressing. Uh, eating the soup. Positive. Yeah, I'm gonna add the kale to it in a bit, so it'll be done. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, I'm looking looking forward forward to to the Denver Broncos game, which starts in like three hours, the first game of the season. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Oh, it starts later? Yeah, I think it's an 8 8 p.m. Oh, I thought it was earlier. Oh, is it? I I thought it was a 425. What? Is it already on? Oh, man. Maybe. I thought when I looked at your phone or... I, I, I thought it was a night game. Oh wait, we're, 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 we can figure this out. Yeah, we'll figure it out in a minute. Oh my god, <laughs> I, I, I gotta get out of here. All right, Adi, let's get out of here. Okay. I hate this place. <laughs> Nothing works here. The medications don't work. I've been here for seven years. Don't forget to call your moms. I, I, I thought the game was at eight. It might be. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, bye!